This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today, we've got the latest coming out of Israel. You'll never believe the number of gotaways the Department of Homeland Security admits to having. And uh, pro-maskers, pro-COVID vaxxers want forgiveness, but should we give it to them? We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez and yes, happy Halloween. We do Halloween right here at the news and why it matters. And I'd like to introduce uh, Hulk Hogan, who is joining <laughs> today, Grant Stinchfield, yeah. host of Stinchfield, which you can find on Real America's Voice as well as wherever you get your podcasts. I got to admit, I did yeah. not think you were going to dress up when you I. You better believe it, sister. <laughs> That's right. It speaks credibility. I'm coming after the left. Wow. Yeah. That's really good. That's <laughs> impressive. It's almost got a macho man, Randy Savage, yeah. but it's really Hulk Hogan yeah. outfit. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Miss Elizabeth, we love Miss Elizabeth. I love it, I love it. She was macho man's <laughs> wife or something. <laughs> also joining us, we have Matthew Marsden, of course, actor and producer extraordinaire, who didn't, you did not. I didn't get the memo. You did get the memo. I did get the memo. <laughs> I texted you. You're not allowed to blame it on me. Dang it. He's no, no, I'm coming as a Hollywood actor. He's coming as a Hollywood. Really horrible. Yeah. So are <laughs> yeah, you, are like you going to just be insufferable the whole episode? Darling, oh, you can find me in my trailer. Yes. <laughs> Please don't speak unless spoken to. Yes. Okay. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. No eye contact. I said green M&Ms. There are also brown in here. I don't know what accent that was. It was kind of a mixture. We'll work on that. Was it? Okay, okay. Um, All right, so I guess we'll cover the news of the day, whatever. It'd be taken really seriously. Yes, I know. I'm like, wow. As the, the, our makeup artist, our wonderful makeup artist here was doing my my makeup on set and I was looking into the the monitor here and I was thinking like, Mm. I'm about to talk about some serious stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It just doesn't make any sense. But it's Halloween, and we're trying to have a little fun here. They did a costume contest, I think, for the uh, the, the studio, for the employees here today. Um, I'm not sure who won that, but, they, you know, we try to have a little fun where we can. The news is rough, so we try to make it palatable. Um, so... On that note, let's talk Israel and Hamas. Uh, Israel has entered its fourth week of war against Hamas after, of course, the... I, it feels like... It does not feel like it's been this long. No. It was actually October 7th that all of the uh, this initially happened with Hamas infiltrating Israel's borders, uh, murdering, raping so many innocent babies, children, women, uh, taking hostages, some of which are American. And um, so Israel said that the Hamas commander who directed the October 7th terror attack was killed in an airstrike. Um, so they did say that. But, you know, it's fascinating on the topic of, of Israel. And I mean, I want you guys to give just your general 
uh, opinions on it right now, but I know it's something that we've been talking about for a while. So I'll just say I was driving down the road this morning after dropping my kids off um, at school, and I was thinking, have we ever had a an administration during a time in which there are American hostages that are like actively taken that has said so little about said American hostages just being gone. I mean, the last thing I remember hearing was Anthony Blinken right afterwards, literally admitting we have no idea. We don't we don't know where they are. We don't know what to do. Basically, we don't know anything at all. Um, and since then, it really it's felt like it's basically radio silent from the administration. And so I was just wondering, um, I, I, I was starting to look it up, but I didn't really find anything conclusive. It feels like this is not typically how administrations operate when there are literally American hostages actively being taken. We don't know whether they're dead or alive or whatever. It feels a lot like this is completely different than any other presidential administration. Am I wrong? No. Uh, I don't think they're doing anything, the administration, any way to get these hostages back. I think they've left it totally in the hands of, of Israel. And a lot of people are talking about we're on a path towards World War III. And, and I think we're not. And here's why I think we're not. Because of the weakness of the Biden administration, and you're going to watch Joe Biden move more and more closer to supporting Hamas as all the radicals in their party mm -hmm. come with this anti-Semitism, pro-terror craziness but he's shown that as far as the left goes, he's willing to follow them for power. So he's gonna be very uh, queasy about giving support to Israel because he doesn't want to upset the squad. So what's gonna happen? China's gonna be happy. We'll give him a little bit of support here. How are we gonna get in World War III? Right. You're not gonna do anything. You're watching all these countries turn against Israel, which is just amazing to me on the face of this, of what's happening. So it doesn't surprise me not going and getting Americans. They're gonna pussyfoot around this whole issue, throw humanitarian aid into Gaza, which is literally being stolen yeah. by terrorists. Yeah. And, uh, and then I guess he's just gonna hope something works out. But I believe this guy's on the take. He's on the take from China that is sowing chaos literally to weaken America. That's all they wanna do. Mm -hmm. They want us over here. They want us in Ukraine. They got the borders wide open. We're weak, we're out of ammunition. Next thing you know, China's into Taiwan. Everybody's on the move. And, and you know what it is? It's a rope-a-dope. I'm wearing a wrestling outfit. That's a boxing move, the rope-a-dope. America's the dope. Mm. China is roping us in all these things, and, and we're the dopes yeah. right now. Yeah. Start bobbing, moving, weave, counterpunch, freaking take out Iran's nuclear facilities. It should have been done right away. And then say, you know what? Come get me. Mm. But we're not doing any of that. Matt? Well, I think initially I, I'm a big believer in the government shouldn't be saying anything about ongoing military operations that's at all. Fair. That's right? fair, yep, that's but, fair. But saying that, I don't think anyone's, certainly that are watching the show is actually thinking that they are putting anything together of any note. I mean, the good thing is, is we do have a terrific military who they doxed on social media. I'm like, that's yeah. great, you know, you're gonna just show a bunch, the faces of a bunch of Delta Force guys who, you know, that's their careers pretty much done. Mm -hmm. Um, but are we really surprised? One of the things, when, when I first came to the States and I did Black Hawk Down, the one thing that was really impressed on me was you leave no man behind. Mm -hmm. You don't do that. You do not leave anyone. Uh, you go back even for the bodies, even if it's gonna cost you mm -hmm. 100 men going in. You know, and those troops know that someone is coming for them. 
then we had Afghanistan, didn't we? Mm -hmm. And they left a bunch of people behind mm -hmm. and they didn't care, mm -hmm. right? So are we really surprised right now that they're leaving civilians behind? I think that, you know, and certainly a lot of people on the right will turn around and say, these people, the government, they don't care about you, right? right. We always say, of look, course. don't be giving them, don't, don't be entrusting them with your freedom because they don't really care about you. Right. Well, this is what it looks like when the, it's the fan, <laughs> Here you right? Go. This is what you get yeah. when you have babies running the government that yeah. don't, that they're more interested in pronouns and hurty feelings mm -hmm. than real things. Yeah. And, uh, and this is the real world. Like we, we thought that you, you think that you can, you can do these things and, and, and pursue these policies and there'd be no kind of pushback or no consequences for this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the whole thing, I'd say it wouldn't have happened if we had a stronger government. Right. Well, none of this happened under President, President Trump. Trump. None of it. I mean, Vladimir Putin, you know, he knew better than to than to do what he did with Ukraine when Donald Trump was at the helm of things, certainly, um, which was kind of the, the kickstarter. Go ahead. Look, well, look, we traded for hostages with Iran, which is absolutely ridiculous yeah. to even negotiate yes. with terrorists. Yes. yes. Hamas has to know Israel's not going to negotiate with terrorists. Right. And in fact, I am pretty confident there's discussions in Israel right now. We're going to do everything we can do to get these hostages back. But guess what? If we don't, and, and there are collateral damage, as sad as that is, and if I was the family of a hostage, I would not want to hear that. Right. But these terrorists better know just because you take hostages doesn't mean you survive. Mm. And that's the only way you stop them from taking hostages again and again and again. And if that happens, maybe you save the lives of future hostages down the road, and I'm, I'm not advocating that that's the way it goes, but you, you have to be thinking these people cannot live. You've got to squash them like cockroaches. Yeah. And if they think they can hide behind innocent, then they're going to keep taking innocent. Right. Well, and I think also not get stuck in the trap of saying, um, well, we can't, we can't, civilian casualties are our fault, right? Like if they're hiding behind civilians, civilian casualties are their fault, That's right. not yours. Um, and I think that it's very dangerous to get into that mindset. War is war. I'm not saying it's pretty. I'm not saying it's something that we should want, but it's just the reality of the situation. You hear these idiots on college campuses saying Israel's engaging in genocide. Yes. Hamas is, yes. is the genocidal maniacs, even amongst the, the Palestinians, if you want to call them that. They're dying there, even if missiles are hitting, because of Hamas, yes. not Israel. Hamas started it. Exactly. Exactly right. And I think that it's very important that we remember that and remind people of that as we're continuing this conversation. Israel's just, Israel is just responding to what was brought to literally their front door. Um, and, and so, okay, so on that note, so yesterday on the program, we played all of the many protests that they were having in New York City. There was one in Dallas. There was a ton in London, which I would love your thoughts on as well, Matt, um, being that you're, I don't know if people picked up on his accent, but... He's kind of from the UK. Um, but, uh, so, but I want to play our lovely White House press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, who um, cannot, after seeing all of these videos, after hearing people say, gas the Jews, after all of these videos came out of people at these protests saying that we should extinguish, exterminate all of the Jews and that Hitler had something right about that, after hearing all of what we're hearing, you have the White House press secretary who cannot provide a straight answer about whether Joe Biden considers anti-Israel protesters extremists. Watch. 
Does President Biden think the anti-Israel protesters in this country are extremists? What I can say is what we've been very clear about this. When it comes to anti-Semitism, there is no place. We have to make sure that we speak against it very loud uh, and, be, uh, and be very clear about that. Remember, what the president decided to, when the president decided to run for president is what he saw in Charlottesville in 2017, when we, he saw uh, neo-Nazis marching down the streets of Charlottesville uh, with vile anti-Semitic uh, okay. hatred. Mm -hmm. And he was very clear then, and he's very clear now. Uh, he's taken an actions against this over the past two years, and he's continued to be clear. There is no place, no place for this type of vile and despite, despite this, this kind of rhetoric. Hmm. I'd just like to ask a very important question. Is yeah. the eyeshadow a Halloween costume? <laughs> is that what that is? It's so dis it she wouldn't be so distracting if she didn't look down at her book every <laughs> single word that she read. <laughs> You think you can't take me credibly? How am I supposed to take her credibly? That's a great, it's a great point. And then the way that she blinks, you know her tell is that she blinks when yeah. she's lying. And the way that she blinks, <laughs> you can- And she breathes when she's she lying? <laughs> yeah, it's this weird thing. Every single time that she uh, utters a word, she's actually lying. Can you imagine you're chanting, kill the Jews, I know. and you can't say they're extremists? I know. Can't say it, and in, but instead, instead, it's it's even worse because instead, she not only doesn't say that they're extremists, she deflects to something that happened years and years and years ago that the left blew out of proportion just to try to twist it into blaming conservatives. It's disgusting. Oh, well, but, but this is what they do all day long, and this is what we've seen for years. It's nothing new. It's just as I said earlier, is elections have consequences, yeah. right? And we need serious people to run the country. It's not a joke. Like this isn't a game. And eventually, look, you asked me about my yeah. opinion being, being a Brit. So I was actually, my, my family are Irish, English. And so for years, the IRA was bombing the yeah. UK. So growing up, I, I grew up in that kind of environment. We were very well aware of terrorist attacks that could happen on domestic soil. Mm -hmm. Right, and also you're right next to Europe. So if anything broke out in Europe, you're not a million miles away. America is a very, very far distance away from any of this. So a lot of Americans are, yeah. feel insulated yeah. from this kind of danger, mm -hmm. right? Yep. They shouldn't be, because I'm telling you, there are cells all over this country mm -hmm. and it's gonna be a lot of people do now, by the way, that's why they're like, you're not taking my guns. That's another reason why they're saying not taking my guns. But there's this kind of insulated kind of, especially, you know, in these colleges as well, there's an insulated attitude to, it's almost like a theoretical, well, let, let's, let's theorize this through about this and that. And they don't really understand that war is brutal. Elections have consequences. This is really happening. Like this is really serious. This isn't just like some kind of uh, um, improvisation, like what she's doing. Well, hang on a minute. Let me think back, so I can kind of like somehow put together some kind of moral equivalency. Right. Right. It's ridiculous. These people are ridiculous, and we've known it for a long time, right? We've not. We. we who couldn't see this coming? Mm -hmm. That something bad was going to happen. I, I mean, it hasn't happened in the United States. Yet. Yet, right? But do you have any, any confidence, even in our, in our agencies now, in dealing with it? I have absolutely zero no. 
confidence. No. And so we, we have a bunch of unserious people that have elected unserious people mm -hmm. to do a very, very, very serious job. And we're seeing the consequences of that. And it's not, you know, people say, America sneezes, the world gets a cold. This, th this last election had an impact mm -hmm. all over mm -hmm. the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All over the world. And if people don't understand how important America is to the entirety of the world, that it needs to be the shining city on a hill, and we need moral, competent people in government. Otherwise, you get chaos and death all around the world. So on that note, you posited a question and may have been rhetorical, but, you know, do you trust any of these government agencies to keep us safe from some sort of a terrorist attack. Let's go ahead and I want to take a quick break. And then when we come back, I want to talk about um, it's just a matter of time before something happens on our soil because of our open border policies under the Biden administration. So we'll get into that. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So Patriot Mobile is uh, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And they are, look, if you're still with Big Mobile, I don't know why, because if you go to Patriot Mobile, you're not only going to probably save money, you also know that you are going to be paying your bill every month and it's not going to be funneled into all of these left-leaning causes that you're spending so much time fighting against. Sarah, can I just say something? Please. This is a Patriot Mobile phone. Great. And I love them. Yes. Customer service is amazing. It's amazing. Literally, U.S. based, which yep. is... No offense to the bread over here, but <laughs> I'm American, American now. We love U.S.-based customer yes, service. Yes, yes. So basically what Grant is saying is you can understand the customer service yes. person when you call. They, you can understand them. Yes. Okay. <laughs> all three major networks, they, they all share the same towers. I, don't, I feel like people don't realize it's 2023. They're sharing the same towers. It's the same coverage. You can get the same type of phones. Grant just held up this iPhone, yeah. I assume. I just switched it from one of the yes, big three. To exactly. Mobile. exactly. Him, I call up, switch. It was the same And I even tell them what network I want to be on. So I was like, hey, I like this right. network. They keep me on it. Right, right, right. It was a, it was the Great. same for us. So keep your number, keep your phone. You can upgrade if you want to, but you can you can structure it however you want to over at PatriotMobile.com. The important thing is that you are partnering with a conservative company. We got to stick together these days. You can go to PatriotMobile.com/news. Get free activation when you use the offer code news over at PatriotMobile.com/news. <laughs> get to what's going on at the border. Every time I look at it, I'm like, no one takes me seriously today. It's fine. Um, I want to get to what's happening at the border. But I think it's important that we, there were a lot of hearings on Capitol Hill today. And I think it's important that we um, just as we get into the conversation with what is happening at the border, um, we remind ourselves of the people who are in charge of all of these things. Because you not only have, you know, the Chris Rays, the Alejandro Mayorkas's, all of the uh, Tony Blinken, all of the people who are completely inept running these alphabet agencies. You, you also know what I call them? please tell me Biden's beta males. BBM. Yep. I like it. Biden's beta males, because that's what they all it are. It is. It's so true. They beta all... males don't do a good job at running countries, much less anything. You know, I'm going to totally derail the conversation, but I was um, I was driving down the road yesterday, and it's not often that I see a Biden-Harris bumper sticker. And I saw one, and I was like, oh, what? I do this thing in like a yeah. game in my head where I'm like, what are, what are they going to look like? What are they going to look like? And I thought that it was going to be just like this blue-haired freak, and it was just this totally soy boy beta male. Yeah. I could what tell. What was he driving? It was like a... Prius. Prius. Yeah, it was a, I think it was a Prius. Yeah, it was one of those. Like, I was just like, what is he? 
Oh, it's a man. Oh, it's a beta male. I get it now. <laughs> and you egged him. Yeah, then I, I egged him. Well, he thinks he's going to pull I some women rev- by doing that. I revved my engine that, and I used my gas yeah. unnecessarily just to show him. Um, so I think it's important that we talk about the people who are um, in charge and not just the people who are in charge, but the people who the, the people in charge are putting in charge. And so previously we had talked about um, one of the uh, women who was in charge of vetting people coming in from these countries who had posted, uh, you know, Palestinian gliders and stuff. Go, do you, do you yes, guys know yeah, that? Okay. Yeah. So um, I want to play for you Josh Hawley, who asked Alejandro Mayorkas, Department of uh, Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas, about this DHS employee who had posted all of these Hamas paragliders. I want to uh, play for you that exchange. Watch. An employee of the Department of Homeland Security who posted these comments on October the 7th. That's not all she posted. She also posted this graphic. Now, this is a fake graphic, I want to be clear, but I think we understand it. This is a paraglider, a Hamas paraglider, depicted here with a machine gun flying into Israel. She posted it under her online alias with the celebratory Free Palestine. Mr. Secretary, what, what's going on here? Is this, is this typical of, of people who work at DHS? This is an asylum and immigration officer who is posting these, frankly, pro-genocidal slogans and images on the day that Israelis are being slaughtered in their beds. What have you done about this? Four things I'd like to say to you. Number one, your question to suggest that it, that is emblematic of the men and women of the Department of Homeland Security is despicable. I'm sorry, what have you, this person works for the Department of (laughs) Homeland Security. Have you fired her? That was one of four answers. Have you fired her? One. Have you fired her? Don't come to this hearing room when Israel has been invaded and Jewish students are barricaded in libraries in this country and cannot be escorted out because they are threatened for their lives, you have employees who are celebrating genocide and you are saying it's despicable for me to ask the question? The absolute audacity of these people. The audacity of these people. So let me throw one more in here. Um, I want to play in this hearing later on uh, Mayorkas was asked about all of the gotaways, which for those of you who don't know, this is a number that we talk about all the time because we always talk about the number of people that that uh, Department of Homeland Security or Border Patrol apprehends, the number of apprehensions. Now, by the way, that doesn't mean that they're apprehending them and they're shipping them back off to the other side of the border. They're just apprehending them, processing them and letting them into the interiors of the country. So we talk about that number a lot, but we don't often talk about the well, we do, but the, the general public doesn't often talk about the gotaways. Those are the people that they didn't actually have tabs on. And I want to play for you, Alejandro Mayorkas. Can I just make one, one clarification? Yes. It's the people they know they didn't capture. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So that they saw, they saw footprints or, or they have you. evidence of the case. There's a whole nother number. Yes. That the they people that they, they no don't idea. know who just came Just absolutely in. no idea. No idea. Yes. And that number reaches could be 10 or 15 million people. Yes. Th- thank you for clarifying. Yes. Um, so I want to play here Alejandro Mayorkas talking about the vast number of, to Grant's point, the known. Known gotaways. The known gotaways. Watch. How many gotaways did CBP record in fiscal year 2023? 
I believe, um, Senator, that number is over 600,000. And as I'm sure you are well aware, uh, the, the phenomenon of gotaways is something that uh, has been a challenge uh, for the Department of Homeland Security for <laughs> decades. Really? Really? Well, it's weird because I feel like if that was your challenge, you wouldn't be cutting razor wire that Texas yeah. is installing to make it easier. You wouldn't be suing Texas to remove the buoys that have made it more difficult for these people to come in. And you certainly wouldn't be fist bumping them as they walk into the interior of the country. I feel like if you were serious about stopping this, you wouldn't be doing those things. There's another answer, too. They'll give you this idea that somehow the known gotaways are going down. The, the reason that happens is because now you can just turn yourself into Border right. Patrol. Yeah. So it's not like you're turning yourself in, getting deported. Yes. Now, a great point. if you're a halfway law-abiding illegal, yeah. yep. you can turn yourself in and they just let you into the country. So there's no reason to run anymore. The people that are running are the most frightening of all mm -hmm. because they can't turn themselves in. They know that Border Patrol may know they're a terrorist, they're a child molester, they're a sex trafficker, drug trafficker. Those are the most dangerous of all that are running. Everybody else just turning themselves in. Mm -hmm. Well, look, there's this, there's this cognitive dissonance, right, that we're seeing. We see it with gays for Palestine or gays for Hamas or whatever it is, and, and we all know what was happening to homosexuals. Besides Alex Stein, is that really a thing? <laughs> no, I mean, it is. It's a it thing. Is. It's a it thing. Okay. They're flying the flags I mean, at their rallies. And, and this it's, is unbelievable. He, yeah, he, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give Alex credit where credit is due. He didn't come up with it. He He's come just up capitalizing it. off of the stupidity no, so, that they've already presented. But, but it, I mean, it, it, it is absolutely insane. But what we also have in this country, again, in the same thing with like whether we've got to elect competent people. Um, we have groups of people that don't understand that these people are at war with the United States. We might not think that we're not at war with them, but they're at war with us. Right. And they're coming over. So instead of, instead of us looking at things as in, oh, you know, what, are the, what is the border like? Because this is, this is a political issue, right? No, it's a strategic issue. It's a strategic defensive issue, right? So let's put ourselves in their shoes for a second. What would you do if you were gonna, if you needed to attack the United States? Are you gonna do it by air? Are you gonna fly? No, it's not gonna happen, right? Are you gonna defeat them by military? No, this is the greatest military the world has ever seen, even in its wokeness and incompetence right now. No, they're gonna come and they're gonna use guerrilla tactics by coming over the border. And it is the simplest thing to do. It's gonna cause the most chaos. You know, you wanna see things locked down. I mean, people need to think back. I'm sure that the um, more mature people, they're out there will remember the DC sniper. The DC sniper paralyzed the country, mm -hmm. right? Just absolutely paralyzed. One guy, well, two, but one guy really like paralyzed the country. When these guys, and there are a lot of them over here, decide that they're gonna they're gonna cause some chaos. It's yeah. gonna be ve a very, very bad day for America. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we have to think of it like that. Well, we just talked about, to your point, Matt, yesterday we just talked about um, the vast numbers of not just you know, people coming into the country, but people from special interest areas who are coming into the country who are not being vetted. And you know, it's like, okay, so these are from special interest areas where the United States has said, 
these are places that, I don't know, there's like a lot of terrorism and like they kind of hate us, so we should take proper precautions. They even uh, upgrade their, it's like level four travel advisory warnings. Don't travel to these countries. Yet we have people from Syria, people from Lebanon, people from Iran, all these people, people from Russia, people coming through at our southern border. And by the way, hope it's not lost on you that they're mostly young men. Yes. Military-aged men. Right. And also, don't forget China. Yes. So we're seeing a huge increase of Chinese nationals coming in from the border. Some of them may be trying to escape Xi Jinping. Some of them may be working for Xi Jinping. Mm -hmm. It only takes, as you said, Matthew, it only takes one or two of these yep. guys to do tremendous, tremendous damage. Um, there is no doubt, too, after 9-11, and I think I've told you I was one of the first to get to ground zero, I really started to study Islamic Jihad. They do not operate like Americans where we live in this headline news world and we watch TMZ and we want it, you know, we got reels, you can't do more than 90 seconds, mm -hmm. right, on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yep. They don't care if it takes them 10 years. Yep. Yep. They're going to plot and they're going to scheme and they're going to wait till the time is right and then it's going to be big. And they have patience and they know if they don't get to it, their kids are going to get to it or their next kids are going to get to it. This is generational mm -hmm. and it is not going away. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go ahead and uh, take a quick break. We'll be back with more. By the way, before we before we break here, I want to remind you guys, if you have not yet gone to the new blaze.com, go to the blaze.com. We've taken a big leap here. Uh, we are now ad free. Um, we've given big tech the boot on our website, which means we're now relying on you guys to go there, subscribe. It's going to be completely redesigned. We're going to lean more into op-eds and, uh, you know, commentary pieces. We've got lifestyle. We've got tech. We're doing it all over at thenewblaze.com. So go visit us. Check it out. It is theblaze.com. Joe Biden signed a landmark executive order today, I'm sorry, yesterday, issuing sweeping regulations on artificial intelligence aimed at strengthening safety, security, privacy, and of course, equity. Because you can't have anything coming from the Biden administration without uh, involving equity. So I want to play. You may be asking yourself, how, how can AI be equitable? What do you mean by that? We're still going to have that question after I play this clip of Kamala Harris. But I do still want to play Vice President Kamala Harris talking about how the benefits of AI need to be equitable. Watch. All to help make sure that the benefits of AI are shared equitably and to address predictable threats, okay. such as algorithmic discrimination, oh, no. data privacy violations, oh, no. and deep fakes. We named it the blueprint for an AI Bill of Rights. Algorithmic, <laughs> <laughs> algorithmic discrimination. How, okay, I have some questions. I actually am being algorithmically discriminated oh, against. That's good. By YouTube. You are, I promise you. I am being discriminated against. Yes. Algorithmically. So could I, do I get some assistance from the Biden-Harris administration? Well, I just say, whenever she comes on and talks, I feel like getting the popcorn and I'm like, <laughs> yes. what, are, what, what kind of garbage is she going to come out with? To that? Well, I mean, at least she made a, a coherent. The reality like, is, 
There is discrimination with AI already. Uh -huh. and, and why do you think that is? Who's right in AI? Right. It's not conservatives. The left. Yeah. It's the left in Silicon Valley. Yeah, exactly. They're the ones. So it's not, I don't, uh, discrimination against races. It's discrimination against conservatives. Yep. You can already start to yep. give, it, give it questions about certain things, and it comes back with, lo and behold, yeah. the leftist answers mm -hmm. to all mm -hmm. of these things. Mm -hmm. I think AI is the biggest danger to society. I really. agree. Uh, I and, agree. And I've never really called for government regulation. Building nuclear bombs, you need government regulation, right? Mm -hmm. I think AI you do too. I think this yeah. could be really dangerous for society. So I had a conversation with uh, my colleague, Chad Prather, and which it's gonna air, um, I think Friday on his overtime segment on the Blaze um, app. But we were talking about that. And I just think that it's it's so important to recognize the time in which we are living. Like we're living at a time where you don't, what is your, what is your trust level on any government agency, right? Like nobody trusts anything. You don't, tr you don't trust the experts. You don't trust the government. You don't trust your leaders. You don't trust anything. And the only thing that you could rely on up to this you point. You and me and Matt. Yes. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. The only thing that you could rely on is what are my, my lion eyes deceive me, right? Like you could say, yeah. I saw this person say this thing. I saw this thing happen. I know it's true because I saw it with my own two eyes. Take that out of the equation and imagine the chaos that ensues after not only can you not trust literally anyone who's leading the country, but you also can't trust what you're watching. Right. That's well, it, dangerous. It will be weaponized as well. I mean, you know, we, we're living in a, in a society where who would run for president now? Right. right? They're going to dig everything yes. up about you. And if they don't have it, they're just going to make it up. They're gonna, number one, they're going to make it up. And number two, things are going to be unearthed. Yeah. 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 Pictures yep. or videos. Exactly. And they're going to be able, it's going to be so great that, you know what they maybe say? Maybe I'm like, rethinking this whole thing, though. Now, maybe this is a positive, because all the crazy stuff that I did, <laughs> deep okay. fake, it's, it's stuff. that was a deep fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, a deep yeah, fake. Yeah, that's, that's not good, me. Yeah, that's yeah. a deep fake. Prove it. <laughs> deep fake. Prove it. That's funny. Stuff. <laughs> You, thought, you, got, you skirted stuff. that. It was yeah, stuff. Did, that was impressive. Stuff. He stuff. has more control than me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. Okay, so I want to play, before we have to go, I do want to play Joe Biden, our feckless leader. No, not fearless. Feckless leader, Joe Biden, uh, talking about AI and how it can be. I, I agree with him. It can scam people. It can be dangerous. But I want to play Joe Biden's thoughts on that when it comes to him, his personal experience with AI Watch. With AI, fraudsters can take three seconds and you all know this, three-second recording of your voice. I've watched one of me on a couple of times. I said, when the hell did I say that? But all kidding aside, three seconds recording of your voice and generate an impersonation good enough to fool, you know, I was going to say your family, fool you. Yeah. Um, I mean, that actually was kind of a good joke. That was the like one time he actually was a good I joke. I don't think it was a joke. joke. <laughs> I don't think it was a joke. I think he genuinely was like saying he didn't remember something that he actually when said. Did I say that? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I laughed at him. Because I don't remember saying that. And they're like, well, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. It wasn't five seconds ago. That is probably what they're CNN. saying. Yeah, yeah, they're no, like, yes, sir, it is AI, it is AI. sir. Yeah. Yes, Mr. President. And when did he tell, when did he, do you remember that? What's the Jeff Dunham? Do you remember that, like, yes. one, the one puppet he got? That was like, like yeah, that's him. Time? When did he turn into that guy? Like, uh, he is the puppet. Oh, he is the puppet. Yeah, that's good. 
He looks just him. like him. I he's, think his name is Walter. Walter. The puppet. Walter Biden. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this is who we have running. Uh, well, I would say he's running the country, but we all know he's not actually, he's not no. running anything. He's just the, the little puppet on the strings. But um, this is the person who is signing executive orders on AI. And, you know, again, to, to your point, Grant, um, they're just going to use it to weaponize against us. They they, they've already done that. They could, you, they could, we could be dealing with a new generation of people growing up who have no idea about actual history because they have totally rewritten things in such a way that they're going to have AI teach it all and it's going to be completely removed. It fits their entire model of chaos and uncertainty. Yeah. Now with AI, you're going to be uncertain about what you're seeing and hearing. Yeah. You don't even know yeah. if that's real. Talk about uncertainty and chaos with the open borders and the transgender nonsense and all these things blurring the lines between reality. This is their, this is their model to destroy the country from within. Mm -hmm. But there is an element of, like you said, I think there is an element of freedom to it in a sense because, you know, we all know that in this game, you try and, you, you, you try and be a moral person, right? You try and have an opinion and be consistent and, and be a decent human being. And then after a while, you realize it doesn't matter because they're gonna say bad things about you anyway, regardless of what you do, regardless of who you are. We've seen it over and over again, the lies, the lies, the lies. I'm like Kavanaugh, you know, the Kavanaugh yeah. thing was a classic example. Like, I don't have my, um, my, my diary from when I was right. 15, yeah. right, like he did. And that was amazing, see. So, but, so I think that there might be a little bit of like, I don't care anymore. Do whatever you want. I'm just going to come out and I'm going to be who I am. Yeah. I don't see that there's any other way. Otherwise, you become frantically scared of everything that's happening and, and worried about what this AI fake is going to be. You've, you've got to just go, I don't care. And then maybe... Because I've found, I'm sure you guys have had it as well, if you just say, look, I don't care what you say, right. then it yeah. kind of defangs them. It, it only works if you, if you they, they see a reaction because that's right. what they want. Yeah. It's the same thing with the people on social media, right? They prod you to try and get some kind of a reaction. If you're like, I don't care what you say, then uh, it's a sad place to be, right. Right? right? But it's a reality, I think, that we've got to start when embracing. They prod me, when they prod me, I challenge into a cage match. <laughs> Mono we mono in the squared circle. Give us give us another Hulk really quick before we got a break. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. Taking the fight to the left. <laughs> so good. Yeah. It's like eerily good. Like I feel like you've I should have been this. a professional wrestler. You should have been. It. You should have been. You want me to climb up there and jump down on Kinda. the table? Take the whole table out. Kinda. <laughs> okay, we gotta go to break. We'll be right back. <laughs> So as we're living in a time where uh, we continue to see vindication on things like studies coming out saying, oh, by the way, uh, mask mandates don't work. Masks don't work. Could have told you that. We're trying to tell you that the whole time. We're continuing to see that. Um, there's also, interestingly enough, a certain subset of these, all of these COVID fanatics. They wanted to mask you. They wanted to mask your children. They wanted to shut your businesses down. They wanted to force you to not figure out how to feed your family because you weren't allowed to work because, oh my God, COVID's gonna kill us all. And now they want some sort of like forgiveness and mercy. And I wanna play this uh, NYU professor who was on with Bill Maher 
And he's like, I was wrong about lockdowns, but I mean, we should just have like some sort of amnesty about it, I think, watch. Well, I was on the board of my kid's school during COVID. I wanted a harsher lockdown policy. And in retrospect, I was wrong. The, the, the damage to kids of keeping them out of school longer was greater than the risks. But here's the bottom line. Myself, our, our great people, the CDC, I'd like to think the governor. Our great people. We were all operating with imperfect information and we were doing our best. So it's, 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 let's learn from it. Let's learn from it. Let's learn from it. Let's hold each other accountable. But let's bring a little bit of grace and forgiveness in the yeah. show that was Carter. Tell that to the nursing home families. Tell that to the families of people who are in nursing homes. Cuomo sent all kinds of people in, and, mm -hmm. and, and they're all dying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's like the biggest mass killer there is, and he's mm -hmm. shaking his head. So does he admit he was wrong? No, he uh, just no. no. I'm no. He won't admit he's wrong. He wants the forgiveness somehow, but won't admit that he's wrong. Thank you for admitting you're wrong. Also, you. Whoa! Yes! Whoa, that's a first shot. Can I, no, come on, kick. I don't have anything. Don't leave me hanging. I've been with you a long time. I am so done with these people. You told me that I needed to mask up my child, which, by the way, I never did, okay? Because, no, you told me that I needed to mask up my child to keep you safe. You told me that I was supposed to jab myself with an experimental medicine. Medicine in order to keep you safe, safe, even though you took like 10 of them, and now you wanna go, oh, I'm sorry, we were wrong. I just want, we should just, for, you should forgive us. No, 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 no. Thank you for admitting you're wrong. But guess what? If you're still calling our great people at the CDC, you're still calling them great, you have not recognized the seriousness and how high this goes, and you are not to be trusted. Next time they do this, you're just gonna fall right into the trap again. By the way, here's something interesting, because you have a body language segment on yeah. your show, right? Yeah, Real America's Voice. Ask him what this means when someone talks and they just talk like this the whole way through and they don't look <laughs> up like that shady guy on there. Yeah. He didn't look up at all, did he? Did you notice? I'm going to do that clip, and then I'm going to do a clip where someone stands up and says, No, F you. <laughs> what, what where are you going to find I that? I need the body language on that one. What could that possibly <laughs> mean? Somehow... <laughs> I don't actually have balls, but somehow they're still bigger than that guy's. Look, guaranteed. I, we're, we're, look, we're, we're all, we all understand forgiveness, right? We're, we're all about forgiveness, but that I'm was not. an, mm -mm. but that was an apology without an apology. Exactly. Really. Right, exactly. If you listen to what he said. Right. Right, and it's it's not a sincere like you know. Oh well, I'm sorry for demonizing these other people. No, he's saying that there was more damage to the kids than. But, what about everybody else, dude? Like, that's not, the, you, you haven't turned around and said, what about the people who lost their jobs? What yeah. about the people that kicked yeah. out the military? Right. What about people like me that couldn't go and work for a long, long, long mm -hmm. time mm -hmm. because of these stupid, stupid mandates because I wouldn't bend the knee? Because at the end of the day, and we all, everyone on the right knows this, it was all about control. Yes. Whatever yes. they want to say, whatever yes. they want to say, it was about and I know, you know, certainly in Hollywood, if you didn't take the vaccine, you're one of them. Right, right. You're one of them, right. aren't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, now we got you, right? We got you because you won't take the vaccine. That's why so many people were like, oh, no, no, I took the vaccine, took the vaccine. Oh. Right. That's why they had the fake vaccine cards, right? Because, again, it was hunting conservatives because the majority of people, which to me, 
is weird because people want organic this that we spoke about this at the time. They, they, don't you put that in my body, but right. as, soon as, I, as soon as they get the opportunity. It was all about demonizing people that they disagree with. Yep, yep. Yeah, so screw you. No, you're not forgiven. We gotta take a break, we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, yesterday, Joe and uh, Jill Biden welcomed trick-or-treaters at the White House, and Joe couldn't resist a little sniff of a little kid. Here's some of that. Gross. <laughs> okay, look. When he does it, the mom is like, oh. What oh. is he doing? He did it. She looked at her husband. He did it. You bet whether he'd sniff her or not. <laughs> I knew he'd sniff. He I knew it. All right, he did it. He, he couldn't resist the sniff. Um, and, and I want to play, I would be remiss if I didn't play one of the greatest Halloween moments when it comes to presidents. We could have had this, ladies and gentlemen, watch President Trump. This is like the best. <laughs> Minion and he just puts it on his head. <laughs> we could have had four more years of that. Instead, we have a dementia patient. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Hulk Hogan. You're welcome. Matt Marsden. You're welcome. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.